Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Breaking news in the last few minutes is that uh, the Aaron Hernandez case, you know, where he committed suicide in jail during the appeal of his murder conviction. The headline is Judge Agrees to Toss Murder Conviction of Former Florida Gator Aaron Hernandez. Right. So the whole and the whole which is what people expected, right? So, according to ESPN, uh, Judge Susan Garsh Mm. ruled Tuesday that a legal doctrine that calls for vacating convictions when a defendant dies before his appeal was binding precedent. Uh, She said she was compelled to follow it. A lawyer for Hernandez's estate had asked the judge to overturn the conviction after the former New England Patriot tight end hanged himself in prison. uh, Last month, while serving a life sentence in the killing of semi-professional football player Odin Lloyd. Um, attorney John Thompson said a conviction is not considered final until it is decided by a higher court. Prosecutors said that dismissing the murder conviction would reward Hernandez's decision to take his own life. Now, I know I can see that point, too. Like, he, you know, he kills himself, so he's in complete control of the situation. He wasn't killed, right. killed by accident, nothing. He decides to take his life. So now his so camp... His camp can go after the money right. that the Patriots owed owed him and didn't pay him while he was on trial and then convicted. There was signing bonus money, and there was salary. I think I read $6 million. Yeah. That's obviously significant. They can go after it now, but, I mean, that'll get tied up in court forever. The Patriots are not just going to hand over a check for $6 million. It seems to me like a bad law that's... You know, well, or, or a very old law. Or it's a good law, but in this case, it doesn't feel right because you feel like, A, he definitely killed this guy and that he was appealing just to get this window where he could... It almost, I mean, it just seems like he took advantage of the situation to use this strategy to get money for his fiance and his son or sons, whatever it is. And I, I get that, but it seems like he's really skating and he will never be called a murder. He's, you know, get, it's getting vacated. So even though he killed this guy... And they all know he killed him. It's going to be vacated, and so he will never be called the killer. You can't legally. Right. You know, it just seems like he's cheating the system. That's why it doesn't feel right. But the law is probably fair in a lot of other cases. But they said that it is applied when people commit suicide. They have com- applied it before. So even though he took his own life, they, you know, it still applies. And so she vacated the whole thing. And then there's even the note he left for his girlfriend where he says to her that... You're rich. You're man. rich. So, like, I mean, it's like right there. I mean, she, I guess he could say she's rich from what she got already, which I think was like a house and stuff like between one and two million dollars. The house is for sale. But right, so it's one to two million dollars. Maybe he could have been called, but you know, you don't feel like that's what he's talking about. You feel like he knows exactly what he's doing. I don't know. It'll be weird. His lawyers will go after the Patriots. The Patriots are going to spend a lot of money fighting it and probably going to end up losing. Um, he also says, quote, I told you what was coming indirectly. Nudge, wink, wink, Shay. I told you, you know, whatever was going to happen was going to happen and that you would be getting the money. And then at the end, he says, you're rich. Yeah. And then he says, I knew I loved you, Savage Garden. <laughs> Which I thought, where'd that come what from? Did in this <laughs> what did you say? He said, I, I, right after he says, these are my, uh, he says, uh, I, I love you. 
Let blank know how much I love her. Look after blank and blank for me. These are my boys, in parentheses. You're rich, capital underlined. And then capital letters, I knew I loved you, equals Savage Garden. Which, I was like, where, it came like out of nowhere with the note. You know, he's talking about all sorts of things. And Guy put a bullet in somebody's head, and I was quoting Savage right. Garden. <laughs> That's what I mean. Christ. It came out of just left field. Yeah. Like, how does this guy... Do I know I love you from Savage Garden at the end? You'd think it would be just something. That'd be like Manson killing all those people and start talking about Cat Stevens. Right. Let's right. <laughs> right. get on the peace train. Right. <laughs> Where's killed by death equals motorhead? I don't you know. Just something a little more. Not this. Aaron Hernandez, we didn't know. I have never even heard this before. My... There's just no is it a country thing? No. A big hit, Monica, right? Oh, I mean, huge. I, How have you I never heard Savage this? Garden it was like 97, name. maybe? 96? Is that what it was? No. I knew I loved you before I met you. This was the theme to that millionaire show. You want to marry a millionaire or whatever. Oh, really? Yeah, they played this. Because that was the show where she meets the millionaire and then marries him like right then and there. So you she, know, you never really know a guy, do you? Well, that goes with the you're rich statement, doesn't it? You, no, never, maybe, you, know. you never really know somebody. He's ripping heads off in the field and killing people off the field. And well, this was probably song. I feel like, you know, after a game on Sunday, he'd go back to his place, <laughs> throw on some pantyhose, a little lipstick, and stop mouthing, I feel pretty. <laughs> you know, anything's possible. Making his own personal video to this song. <laughs> Just jumps out at you, doesn't it? Like nice. something that doesn't fit. <laughs> Well, there you go. So there's the story and Just the headline that this, this whole thing's been uh, vacated. Rolling around, reaching for a woman he can't quite get to. <laughs> you know? <laughs> you got a pretty clear picture of what happens, JP. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yo, Aaron, what's going on? I'm just hanging out listening to Savage Garden. What are you doing? I don't know. You believe that phone call would even happen. <laughs> what's up, Gronk? What's going on? <laughs> yeah, I'm just listening to Savage Garden. What are you doing? <laughs> No, I don't think that would happen. We're going to shotgun some beers. You coming? No, I'm just going to sit here and listen to a little Savage Garden and play with my nipples. <laughs> Bro, shotgun beers. You got to come. Nah, man, I'm good. I'm just going to, um, I'm just going to, I'm going to sit back and reflect on my couch. Right. You know what hits these guys had? I'm going to be busy for a while. Bro, you serious? Yeah, no, I'm good. I'm, uh, I'm going to have a chamomile tea and, um, I'm going to sit back and just enjoy the moment. <laughs> All right, bro, but there's going to be chicks there. There's beers and chicks. Well, what do you need? Gronk, listen, I get it. I'm just going to sit back and... Uh, Gronk, I'm good. You go uh, You go enjoy. <laughs> I'm going to sit here, maybe uh -oh. paint my nails. I don't know. <laughs> this song sucks. It does. It did back then. It still does. Even Monica doesn't like it. My God. Well, there you go. That's the uh, full world of Aaron Hernandez right there. <laughs> Hey, Tom. It's Aaron Hernandez. <laughs> hey, what's going on, Aaron? Listen, I want to see if you want to come over and have some chamomile tea and listen to a little Savage Garden. I'll be right there. <laughs> see if you can get Adelman to come. <laughs> this song I know. Yeah. Damn right you do. <laughs> <laughs> Every breath truly, madly, deeply
This has got a special Ted moment written all over it. <laughs> Monica, he may have gotten a kid fired last night from Starbucks. What? Special Ted. He didn't mean to, though. No. Well, he didn't really do anything wrong. He didn't, no, he, he didn't do anything wrong. It was crowded in there, and he went in there, and he ordered his coffee and his cookie like he always does. And because it was crowded... The guy just said, took his order, and then a girl started making his coffee and grabbed his cookie, and the guy's like, all right, just step down. And then they handed him his stuff, and he said, well, I need to pay you for it. Being honest. Being honest. Mm -hmm. And the manager realized what happened and realized that the kid didn't take money from him and then started going off on the guy in front of the whole oh. room full of Starbucks. Whole line yeah. of people. That ain't right. Yep. And this has been a problem with you. It's a pattern. Because the kid forgot to ask Ted for the money. Oh. I mean, it's part of his job, but... I mean, you know, berating him in front of everybody. Yeah, that ain't right. And what'd Ted do? Paid the kid. Yeah, he paid him, but he felt bad because he brought it up. If he had just gone by, the kid would have never gotten in trouble. Ted right. would have gotten free stuff, but he was trying to be honest. He would have gotten in trouble to the next customer. Right. Exactly <laughs> right. <laughs> Who then would... <laughs> At some point, this kid's getting in trouble because apparently he can't get it right. Did he get fired? Did he actually get fired? Ted won't know till today uh. when he walks in this afternoon for his cookie and his tea or his coffee, whatever. Right. And sees if, if the skinny, nerdy white kid, as he called him, is still oh, there. Oh, that was the best part of that. You know what? Let's break. Oh, Jesus. Monica, this one would have made, so made you choke. Oh, no. This one would have made you choke. Mm. <laughs> A very, very special Ted story will be next. Uh, text, textbook. All right, Roger and JP on the boat. Real Raw Radio. We'll be right back. So, Monica, you know how you always say, like, you don't see color, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, the special Ted story we were just telling before, like, he almost got the kid the kid fired. He starts the story off with, oh, so I'm at Starbucks yesterday, and I got my son, you know, Landon's in the stroller, and I order my coffee, and I order my cookie, <laughs> and the skinny white kid behind the counter... See, right? uh, see, that's so unnecessary. <laughs> but here's the well, thing. Well, we stopped a mid-story. The thing, the, here's <sighs> the thing. It had absolutely nothing to nope. do with moving the story forward nope. whatsoever. And you guys noticed it. <laughs> yes, Yay! we did. Well, Brett notices it. He does oh, it all forever. the time. He adds things into stories. Right. Constantly that have nothing to yeah, do. I got into an accident. It was this Asian guy. Oh my God, why do you need to? Why? <laughs> right. <laughs> and you think, oh, well, it must have something to do with the story. Uh, so I'm maybe walking he's a dog and this black guy in a bike comes over. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. What? Does he really do that like a lot? Yeah, all the time. But not what? Even, it's not even that. He'll go into, so I ordered my coffee and a cookie. Uh, it was an oatmeal raisin cookie. And you know the kid behind the counter never took my, Skinny never took the money. Yeah. Never took the money. Like I didn't need to know it was an oatmeal raisin cookie. I didn't need to know you ordered a cookie. Just I went in and the guy forgot to take my money. Like we know right. you ordered something. Right. right. Or you could describe him as like a, this like skinny, nerdy, geeky looking kid. Right. If it, you want to try to enhance. When he says the white kid, the you're story. expecting it to have a relevance to the rest of the story that's coming up. Right. As to why the skinny white kid then like, maybe he, said something he, to the Asian guy in line or, or the black guy in line that or, was wrong or was, something. He was screwing up all the orders and the black guy behind Ted then called the skinny white kid a honky. Right. <laughs> you know, right. that whole thing. Okay, maybe have, that. Maybe At least there would have been maybe. something to it. Nope. 
nothing whatsoever. My neighbor, a nice Jewish guy. So he says to me. Oh, my God. <laughs> I need help with the gun. What does that have to do with it? <laughs> All the time. Wow. I didn't know it was that bad. So, like, so does he, did you say something to him? Like, that was complete, like, why did you have to say he was? Yeah, we stopped him right in the middle of <gasps> Yay. And what did he say? Uh... No explanation. I just that was that's his description of who the kid was. I think it's safe to say all three of us tuned him out. <laughs> and Monica, you might be thinking that well, that's what Ted does because Ted probably grew up in a lily white suburban neighborhood or something. But no, he grew up in Brooklyn in a very diverse neighborhood. It's just how he identifies people and tells the story of who he talked to or whatever. He grew up around. He's got friends of all different races, colors, religions, whatever. He's more diverse than probably any of us. And he but just that's how we tell stories. I don't understand. Yeah, yeah, I don't. I, I just don't understand that at so all. The white, so the dirty white kid behind the counter says, <laughs> oh. is, "Is Ted one of those guys that's like, I'm not racist. I have four black friends." <laughs> no, them. Ted is really no, is that, not racist though. That's yeah. me. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, like I said, Ted. I, don't, I mean, I don't know how you prove to someone else that a third person Ted isn't racist. No, he's just. But a, I mean, he's got. He just... He's got friends who are black. He had a girlfriend who was, what, black, Haitian? Black. Mm-hmm. He just, um... He grew up with every... He had Indian neighbors and this, that. And I mean, I mean, he grew up in a very diverse neighborhood, so you can't say that Ted didn't grow up or hasn't lived in a diverse world. He just marches to his own drum, man. Yeah. He really does. He's too and into if, himself to care about if someone... About anyone else. You know what I mean? He's if, not going to pay attention. If there's any way to make a story longer... He will absolutely <laughs> figure it out. See, now that'll drive me nuts. Again, to the out. point. Oh, it's the worst. Not to mention, at his karaoke bar, he hung out with a totally different type of diverse crowd that involved really elderly Jewish men. Right. Dr. Asian guys, Indian guys. Uh, uh, the guys who own the place were Chinese. Dr. Saul. I mean, it was just he's a, he's a very diverse guy, so... He's just he's looking just, for ways just to drag the story out. He's, he's yeah, just, he's always very descriptive. With how does the he situations. do traffic? You can't. You got to get to the point, people. You can't be doing a minute-long traffic. <laughs> he just had meetings with the boss about cutting down his traffic reports every too long. Stop there was nothing wrong. Everything. Five thirty in the morning. Everybody's picking up the traffic cones from from uh, construction, and he's, he's his reports are apparently too long at that point. So he's like, you got to cut down on everything. So. That's a special Ted thing. They were picking. Uh, they're picking up the cones on the uh, on the LIE. They're orange cones with little silver oh stripes God, around that's the top. It. No. Little silver stripes around the top. No. Some no. say DOT, some don't. No. <laughs> you know. Oh my God, I don't care anymore. They've got 34 cones left. They had, Make it 33. 33. They had two people working flags. One of them's a woman. She's a high school dropout. A black um, woman. Right. right. <laughs> Asian guys driving. Jesus. He never says why he even brought that stuff up. Never. It's just part of Ted being really, really naively honest about what he sees. Well, he defends it like, well, how did you want me to describe him? Right. The kid? You just say the nerdy kid, you know, skinny nerdy kid behind the counter. Yeah, but he's white. He's white. So why wouldn't I say he's white? Because you don't have to. <laughs> you I, don't have to. Just, well, how would you want me to describe him then? You don't have to. Nobody's asking you to describe him. Right. He would also say, well, well, why wanna, wouldn't I, wanna, I... I want to enhance his story. Right. This is why he told you it was an oatmeal raisin cookie. And then 20 minutes later... <laughs> they, yeah, but what, how would I describe him? Uh, <laughs> and you're getting nowhere with him. Oh, my God. That's usually when you kick off your shoe and start smacking yourself in the head with it. <laughs> J- JT is on line one. Hey, JT. Hey, how's it going? You guys doing a good show? Yeah, thanks, thanks man. man. All right. Um, 
I started off. I'm from I'm from like up in the, like Central Isop area, so you know how okay. diverse it is and everything up there. Mm-hmm. And now I'm in uh, Spring Hill, and uh, two dudes run up into my driveway, and they were both you know of you know darker descent. They were African Americans or whatever. Darker descent. So one dude one dude <laughs> runs into my garage, and he's like he's like that dude's trying to fight me, and I didn't know what to do because. Dude just ran in. It was almost like a home invasion or something. Wow, so that's weird. I I opened the back garage door, and I let him run out the back, and I told him, <laughs> I, I said, "You you better run, you skinny ass n." And I, it just it came it came out of my mouth. Like, Why would you say that? And he ran and jumped the fence, but that's, uh, it turned out he was like uh, he punched a girl in the face behind my house or something like that. But I said I said it like I straight up. I was like, "You skinny ass n." And I was like, well, <laughs> so it was, why would you say that, though? I don't get it. Because you I know was, the guy um, and I, he might have been being chased by another guy who was going to fight. And both of them could have kicked your ass. No. Yeah. But the dude ran into my garage and I mm-hmm. just I told him to get out of there. And then he skedaddled and ran and flipped over the fence. But I just same it, guy who says skinny ass and says skedaddled. <laughs> right. <laughs> you ever notice that? <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't. I didn't. There was there was nothing about like hate or, or racism or anything. It just like eh, maybe I, I would say I would say I would say to Monica if she bumped into my car, you know, you you s. Whoa, <laughs> easy. It, that, that's, it, it, it just comes out. It, that's JT, racist you know, that, if it just yes. comes out. Is what slutty? JT, no. no I'm okay I'm with like, slutty. I think he was, right. I I think would, he was going with the first deep. half of Spick and Span. Oh. Okay. That's not cool, JT, at all. Yeah, JT, I'd like to break it to you. You may want to, yep. um, yeah, you may. Um, JT, how old are you? <laughs> uh, 40. Yeah. Oh, and here I was going to say, if you're 20, yeah, maybe he's listening to a lot of rap music and he just he's just saying words that he hears all the time. Mm. Nope. Sorry. No, sorry. I've, lis- I've been listening. To, you know, I I listen to rap. I'm glad you pointed in on that. But uh, just a little too loose with that, the words. That that's all. Be, that could be it. Yeah, it was just. It was just uh, very that's vulgar. It, and it was very. Uh, blame the rock and roll. Yeah, that's not blame, blame the, the music, music here, JT. You're a grown man. They've been doing it since Elvis. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck, JT. Thanks yeah. for the call, man. Yeah. Whoa. That Close is- your garage door next time. You'll just run into it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Dan on line two. Go ahead, Dan. Hey, guys. How's it going? Nice show. <laughs> I, don't, uh, I don't think he's racist. I think he's descriptive. I think it's uh, <laughs> probably just more important for him to provide you with an accurate description. You mean JT or Ted? Special Ted. <laughs> Ted. Oh, thank God. Okay. Oh, I think about <laughs> Me JT too. too. Oh, <laughs> Dan, come on. So Ted's not racist, day, just descriptive. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's, that's pretty much what we're landing on, too. Mm-hmm. And Angelo's on line three. I yet. think he just wants to hear himself talk. That's, the that's totally he, part of it. The more his voice is out there, and the happier question. he is. You guys have heard him on the show. That's totally part of it. All right. What's going on, Angelo? Hey, guys. Uh, love the show, by the way. You guys have one of the best shows on the bone. I wish I'd tell you okay. how to longer shift. Thank you. No. That's just what you guys need. <laughs> no. 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 no, no, no. Shush, Angela. We're busy enough. What's going on? Three here? hours is good. <laughs> you know, guys, I've, I've been in many garages of all my 46 years of being alive. I am a white guy, by the way. Excuse me. Uh, oh. Nobody's ever called me the N-word. In a Why? garage. Why not? I'm not sure where you're going, Angela. Yeah, I don't know what you're trying to well, pull I, up, Angela. I, I, I would like to know what it's like to be called an N-word. I'd like to know what... what JR, you know, go ahead. Life. Have at it, JR. <laughs> uh, I'm going to pass this one off on Brad. 
How, how do you feel about that, bro? <laughs> Drop it like it's hot. <laughs> Angelo, you just run through JT's neighborhood and go to his garage. Yeah, we'll take care of test it that theory out there. We just had the man for you right on the phone. Yeah. <laughs> so weird. All right, so descriptive special Ted. Let's touch off an N word discussion. Good God. He's not even here and he's touching off racist discussions. <laughs> All right, well, Roger, JP on the phone, Real Raw Radio. <laughs> this white guy, that white guy, and that white guy. That, we'll be right back. That crack ass cracker. Along with that very nice Mexican girl <laughs> yep. and that half black, half Puerto Rican guy. <laughs> we'll all be back with all of you whites and blacks and whatever else you are. Good God. That would hap- that's what would happen if Special Ted were to get us out into a break. <laughs> right, Good right. God. <laughs> On the Bone, Real Raw Radio, Diverse Radio. We'll be right back. You're on your lunch hour. Here's something that'll grab you. There's an internet group that is now uh, called Anonymous. You may have heard of them. I mean, they're some famous and well-known. Warning of impending doom. Prepare for World War III. So who are they that you would even care, right? Well, they're a hacker group. Nobody knows who's in the group. Right. They're called hacktivists. They're hacktivists, right. Yeah. I, uh, no idea who the leader is because they are anonymous. Right. Remember but- there's different branches. I think we have, like, the leader of... The Tampa or Florida one yeah, called like I don't know, I remember a year that. ago or whatever. Uh, not even a year ago. It wasn't even that long ago. Was he the leader of it? It was something some, like that. He's definitely affiliated with the Florida branch of them. Right. Well, I don't know. This one was like a big old headline. It said, uh, "Prepare for world that the world needs to prepare for World War Three. Right. Not just the U.S. The and then it goes into, you know, everybody's role. China isn't you know keeping Kim Jong Un in check either. Um, Jap- Japan is warning its its citizens uh, that they'll only have 10 minutes in case of a strike. The U.S. lost... We're moving uh, troops and... We're moving troops to Australia and, and carriers to Australia. Mm-hmm. We launched a missile, a test missile that go 8,000 miles. It was a success that got launched from California that can reach North, uh, North Korea. North Carolina. Um, My- North Korea. The whole thing is just like... Usually these guys put out stuff, though, that's backed up with... They hacked something and they got some documents and that kind of thing, right? Right. In this case, I mean, I'm reading through. I'm like, all right, it's their opinions of what's going on. You guys see the Guy Fox mask from uh, the movie Vendetta. I mean, you've probably seen it. That's like their signature mask on the videos and anything they do. But usually they they, they back up with some sort of documents. This is all like taking news stories and and intertwining them, but saying that everything's... And and other people have said this, too, that the the hand on the clock at two minutes to midnight, you know, is... Is at like five minutes and it's making its way to four or whatever the number is at the moment. But uh, they're not the only ones with this opinion. But when they put out a video with this voice, listen to this robotic voice, it'll get your attention. Listen to this. We are anonymous. All the signs of a looming war on the Korean peninsula are surfacing. Watching as each country moves strategic pieces into place. But unlike past world wars, although there will be ground troops, the battle is likely to be fierce, brutal and quick. It will also be globally devastating both on the environmental and economical levels. Mm. This isn't been confined. Years-long proxy or civil war, like Afghanistan, Yemen, Iraq or Syria. This is a real war with real global consequences. With three superpowers drawn into the mix, other nations will be coerced into choosing sides. So, what do the chess pieces look like so far? Unless you're off-grid and only consider newspapers good for fire kindling, South Korea's and the United States' position is well documented. Both are allied to the other, 
that is verging on being plugged into a power source in North Korea's NC towards the evil Western Axis. But the devil is in the details. It's the surrounding nations and their actions that are starting to give away part of the real story. Hold on. The citizen will be the last to know. So it is important to understand what the other nations are doing. In a nutshell, for those limited in time, China has reportedly told its citizens living in North Korea to waste no time returning home. The U.S. tested its Minuteman 3 a nuclear-capable ICBM of traveling 8,000 miles to North Korean shores this week. The test, launched from California, was successful. The Japanese have told its citizens they will likely only have a 10-minute warning of a pending nuclear strike against them, but to find shelter in the most solid building they can find. Australia is witnessing a rotational deployment of U.S. troops to the north of the country. War. In depth. But still only scratching the surface. China. Firstly, the Chinese are desperate to avert a war. Economically, it would put them back behind the eight ball as they deal with an influx of refugees over the border and the very real threat of a devastating war. Only this week, after many pleas to both the US and North Korea to refrain from escalating already decades high tensions, Chinese officials told them to stop irritating each other. The pragmatic Chinese, it seems, are starting to lose their patience. Stop bothering your brother. Right, exactly. Stop <laughs> you know? irritating each other. Leave him alone. It's crazy. I, you know, that I, is scary yeah. to listen to, honestly. Here's the thing, though. It's like, like a movie. Why do we have to be in the middle of this one? It's all the way over there. I understand we have an alliance with, with South Korea. I get that. Yeah. But shouldn't somebody be, like, in charge of that part of the world and keeping mm. everything cool? And then if they're getting out of line, that's when we get in the mix. You know, well, the, like, the world's a small place. It's not you know, that it small. Really is. It's not that small. Well, with ranges of weapons and ranges of carriers and ranges of planes, it shrinks the world with knowledge and satellites. We see everything that's going on instead of not having any idea what's happening over there. All right. Uh, you know, if, if that place becomes destabilized, it becomes a problem for us because then what happens with China and Russia? So we have to kind of balance everybody out over there. Right. I mean, it's a lot of strategy stuff. But it's my, like risk. My question, really is. my question is how come they're not that involved? How come China is just like... I think they are involved, though. Well, I kind of feel like, you know, right there? we didn't stir this thing up. Mm -hmm. You know, your, your, well, little, your little dude over there has been playing with fireworks for the, you know, for the better part of a couple of years since he, since he took over after his father yeah. died. Get him in line. Yeah, but even he says the U.S., you know, is threatening us, you know, we will, you know, uh, test nukes when we want. And, uh, you I know, the U.S. tried to assassinate me, stuff like but that. But what I'm know. saying to China is China knows what this kid is. Yeah. Smack him around a little bit. Yeah. He's like your son that's not behaving at the dinner table. <laughs> Just smack the snot out of him. Make I don't know why point. they don't have more control. I really don't. Me neither. That's, what that's my point. I don't get it. Hey, Frank is on line one. What do you got, Frank? Hey, guys. I always love listening to you guys. Thank Thanks, you. Dude. And, uh, and if anonymous, which I got no respect to anyone who calls himself anonymous, but if it happens, get ready to laugh. I hope the first note gets me right in the mush. Because I don't <laughs> want to lay around waiting to melt down, being zombies, digging holes, rummaging for food. I want to be hit with the first one right in the chin. I saw the bell, I'm done. That's the way I look at it. And as far as North Korea... They've been China's puppet forever. Right. Now, the, like like your man just said, JP just said, now they're out of control. 
they got a spoiled brat. However, just my opinion, and I don't know anything, China is starting to spank them. They, uh, they slowed down the coals, uh, receiving their coal, the industry, and they are warning them about their nuclear proliferation because China is in a position to lose billions of dollars. Mm-hmm. And nobody wants to lose money. I don't care where you live. Nobody wants right. to lose money. Right. So China's that's, getting that's in favor with the world more than they ever have been. They don't want to go out of favor like they used to be. Yes. Ooh, and you got to give Trump. People, people hate Trump. You got to give him credit. I think that was a very slick maneuver he pulled with China. So. What was that? Even as it may, I hope the first one hits me in the chin. He kind of the... put China against I think he offered China something that we'll probably never hear about uh, as far as uh, free trade, as far as uh, currency, you know, things that uh, a person like myself doesn't know much about. In exchange but, uh, for what? I think if, uh, if they take care of this North Korean character, mm. I think he'll open up more trade and, and relax a little of the mm. tax that he was talking about and you know, mm-hmm. other way, means of ways they make money. You know, just what do I know? I'm just saying that's what I think. So, be that as it may, the first one falls, put, put a target right, on the back, will you please? Gotcha. <laughs> Thank you, Frank. China all the time. You know, <laughs> I don't know, man. It all just seems very heavy. Maybe we just need some Savage Garden, like Aaron Hernandez. <laughs> Everything will be better. Right, so you I think do if, feel better. Do you think if we play, like if, if Savage Garden agreed to do a concert in North Korea, you think? I think so. Right in the DMZ. Kim Jong-un would just chill the hell out? I think so. Can we just get big speakers and just play it, like over right. the loudspeakers and just all day long? Monica, I think the actual bodies, the human beings who are Savage Garden, being in the middle of North and South Korea, right in that area where nobody goes, and playing from there is even more impressive than playing yeah. like an MP3 through speakers. I kind of feel like, out of nowhere, over a little bit of time, it's after a, a couple of songs, mm-hmm. North Koreans and South Koreans would slowly start to move towards the sound. Right. <laughs> and then before you know it, they're yes. there together and they're embracing. Aww. And there's flowers being handed out amongst them. And now you don't know who's from the North and who's from the Aww, South. That's and then both sides kill Savage Garden. It's just one. Because they have that in common. Why do you have to get so hostile? No. Savage Garden is changing the whole uh, the whole layout over there in that uh, Asian peninsula. And then once everybody's together... Yeah. <laughs> we right. just have a big dance party. And they all start yeah. dancing in the middle of the DMZ. Everybody's looking for Roger's mom. <laughs> <laughs> Who's Irene? Right. Oh. <laughs> North Korean guys running around with erections. Where's Irene? Right. I don't want to waste this thing. <laughs> I got my own nuclear missile, if you know what I say. Oh. And that's how World War III was averted. Right. <laughs> Roger's mom. Savage Garden and Dexy's Midnight Runners. Roger's mom stopped World War Three. <laughs> well, that's probably gone pretty far right there. And that's the end of today's show. <laughs> <laughs> so they're anonymous with your stupid predictions. I'm pretty sure we can't top Roger's mom stopping World War Three. No, that's the way it's going to end. Her and then they'll realize aircraft carriers and nukes are useless. Right. It ends peacefully. <laughs> Just a little filthiness. Savage Garden and Dexas right. Midnight Runners. <laughs> all these little... How ridiculous. All these little Koreans with tiny erections. <laughs> oh. Run around looking for Roger's mom. Oh, God.
It's like that scene. You ever seen the movie Bachelor Party? Mm. Where she ends up in a hotel room full of the Asian businessmen? Right. <laughs> That's All running around in their underwear yeah. and T-shirts? It's going to be Roger's mom. Oh, God. <laughs> so horrible. All right. World War III averted. <laughs> <laughs> Roger and JP on the bone. Real Raw Radio. <laughs> Are we going to hear the song each hour today or only the first yes. two? <laughs> Thank you, Brett. Um, all kidding aside, someone actually called off the air and uh, wanted to know what the song was. So clearly people, the listeners are loving it. Oh, they, they called and it don't know JR. the song already? Yeah, they were like, what's that Eileen oh. song that you guys played? And poor <laughs> JR had to say, come on, Eileen, like five times. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. Come on, Eileen. He's screaming, come on, Eileen, like five times, poor guy. Hey. Oh, no. <laughs> well, Reggie on line one. What's up, Reggie? Hey, JP, did you actually just compare Savage Garden to Wild Stallions as being the band that was going to bring world peace to everybody? Wild Stallion. Are you talking about from Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> See, in real life, Savage Garden is Wild Stallion. Right. right? That's what he just said. You're right, Reggie. <laughs> Don't you see it? Don't you understand? We just laid it out. Right. That's how it's hey, all going to go. Just sit there in your shame for this one, JP. That, that was bad. <laughs> Listen, I did not start this. this. The blame goes right to Brett. <laughs> You're welcome. If you are looking at somebody to point the finger at, it's that dude right over there. We ended the war. That's right. <laughs> North sit of South Korea, each singing I Knew I Loved You Before I Met You mm -hmm. as they walk across the DMC. <laughs> Trump needs us. What a picture. Yeah, save. he sure does. We can <laughs> save the day. <laughs> All right, Roger and JP on the bone, Real Raw Radio. Donald, just tap us in. We got this. <laughs> we just got about, this. It's about an hour. We'll do the top ten list where you guess what's on the top ten. Try to win the bounty prize. Two o'clock, Drew Garabo live. Secret Garden is just the, uh, sake, what's, what's the name? <laughs> Savage Garden. Savage Garden is just the opening act. Right. Tapau is the headliner. <laughs> oh, all sorts of amazing, peaceable little bands. What was their name? What was their song? A little bit of heart and soul. A little bit of heart and soul, right, right, right. right. And who did the one night in Bangkok? I feel like they were all... Murray Head. They all came back at the same time. Murray Head. That's who it was? Yeah. It's the weirdest name of a guy doing one song ever. I picture this a guy with, like, hair here and bald here. <laughs> Murray, make a hit. Bangkok. All right, one night in Bangkok. There you go. I want to hit that one. Murray. <laughs> <laughs> You've worked hard for what you have. Your money, your assets, your 401k, and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com aware. Terms apply.